Hello? Internet? Anybody out there? People hear us? Hold on a sec here. We are, we are here for the 200th episode, and we're trying to do live. 200th episode of the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Ambassadors podcast, and we have the most elaborate setup I think I've seen. And of course, the one thing that's not working is our freaking internet. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you'll be able to hear us and see us and hang with us. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk about this later, but this is the day that I will mark forever where I became that guy. When you get older, at some point you become that guy or that gal who does not understand technology anymore. And I'm not even going to attempt to explain what's going on here. I'm going to turn it over to somebody who's younger. I could probably pick anybody. But I'm going to pick Katie. Do you want to explain the setup and explain how people can join and contribute to this 200th podcast? Yes. So um, we have a behind the scenes, it's a Google Hangout. But you should be watching from the Think Interval page www. Guess only, if you're hearing us, you're watching us now. You can only see. We can only see your your mouth and your nose at the moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to put myself back up on the screen. So, um, <clears throat> you can participate in the conversation through um, Twitter using hashtag ahmb, and we are currently using twubs.com. <laughs> see what I mean? Seriously. T w t w u b s slash A-H-M-B. And there you can watch the conversation live with Twitter. Um, we had someone ask how to join the Google Hangout. We will be the only ones actually on the Google Hangout um, in the video. Um, but we hope that you'll join the conversation through the Twitter chat. So you can go to twelves.com slash A-H-M-B. Cool. Is that all? Adam, did we miss anything? Uh, I right? think that's right. Sorry, I'm tweeting. I shouldn't do that while I'm live. Well, I? Hopefully, hopefully you guys can hear us okay. We've got uh, we had some technical issues with our audio setup this morning. We were going to feed our, our nice main mics uh, as our audio source, but for some reason, uh, the uh, Hangout plug-in doesn't want to recognize it. So we're running it through something else, and if you can't hear it very well, tweet to us and let us know, and I'll see if I can do something uh, to, to fix that. Maybe we can switch it over the audio over to Katie's computer or something since she, hers is kind of central in the middle and that'll pick up everything better maybe that could work yeah we'll try so the, we'll try some stuff the hangout plugin isn't working but the twubs yes. extender seems to be operating <laughs> normally can i want to hear i've never heard of until like a half hour ago yeah me either all right so i'm that guy now officially are we introducing ourselves we should introduce ourselves this might be the first time people have seen some of us so hi i'm chris bevelo you can see me waving, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie Streeter, I am uh, Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Jackie Rotaco, account manager at Interval. And Robert Prevo, senior account director at Interval. You guys got to get up on that mic. Yeah, They're sharing a mic. You guys got to get up on that. Robert Prevo, senior account director at Interval. I keep looking at the mic as, that, as if that's what I'm talking about. All right. So now I should talk at Katie. Hello. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello. All right. We us? actually have an agenda. We have a lot to do. This is going to be an extra special like our Super Bowl special. It's going to be a long and 
It's 11.06 Central Time. We're going to go till 11.50 Well, Hopefully everyone's wearing diapers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we could go right there immediately. Usually it takes us a little bit of time to go right down the toilet, but Jackie just Sorry, went straight I... for that. <laughs> now, explain again. So there are some people saying they were invited to the Google Hangout and are disappointed that they are not in the Google Hangout. Does that make sense? Yeah, they, they thought they were going to be in the video. <clears throat> but they thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I might have miscommunicated. Oh, Katie misled people. Make sure you guys are up on your mics. I shouldn't have ever called it a Google Hangout. I shouldn't have called it a Google <laughs> Hangout. Well, you know, it's, here's the thing. You got to understand, Google Hangouts are still kind of foreign to everyone. I think. I mean, the main, the what they started out as was a place where lots of people get together and hang out and chat. That's what we could have done, but they've also added in a feature for specifically for podcasting, which is for you to do what we're doing right now and then provide a live stream of it. And that's called uh, Hangouts Live, I believe. And that's what we're using for this. So you didn't miscommunicate. It's just probably not crystal clear as to all the different ways you can use Google Hangout. Um, and that's what we're doing. So the tricky thing really would be, you know, if we're going to repurpose this later, um, you know, we'd probably have to get permission from everybody's little smiling face that was on there to uh, include it again later. So I don't sure. know, there's some logistics to figure out there on that end if we wanted to do that. But who knows? Maybe in the, fu- in the future we will. Okay. So just to reiterate one more time, on Twitter is where you can communicate with us. We're following that as we go through our podcast agenda, and we will try to interact with folks on Twitter and also answer questions or take up topics that people want to cover, even if they're off agenda, because we, you know, we rarely go off agenda <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, some news. Let's see. What do we want to talk about? Uh, again, 200th episode. Nice. Not bad. It's pretty cool. We're, we've been trying to run a contest, and we're going to get to that in a little bit, where we share some of our favorite submissions from folks who've been listening for the past four or five weeks, five weeks, four weeks, however long it's been. Uh, and then we're going to draw some names of some winners. <clears throat> oh, look. See, we already have a complaint. We already have the first complaint Uh-oh. lodged. Oh. It's a shocker. Yeah. It's a shocker who it's coming from. One of our old faithfuls, Chris Boyer. <laughs> what's, what's the complaint? He's sad. He thought he would be part of the show. <clears throat> oh, sorry, Chris. I know. It's okay. He's been a part of many shows. He's been. He's to the be Five-Timers Club. And we've said his name several times now, so I'm yes, that's He's probably, probably all spiffed up in a suit and tie. <laughs> just for this. Sorry, Chris. Oh, well. All right. So what else can we say? Oh, here's a big piece of news. We have launched a new business. How about that? Blue Lake Brand Consultancy. So basically what this is, is we've been doing brand consulting work as long as we've had Interval, which is now 18 years. Uh, But if you know Interval, you know what we're really about. We're about dismantling the status quo, where we talk a lot about marketing, about digital. And so when organizations have these really high-level brand strategic issues, like two hospitals merging and not not sure what to do with their name or identity, their brand architecture, uh, we're all, we're often drawn in to help them, but if you were looking for that kind of advice or support, and you went to Interval, you wouldn't see much about it there. So a lot of this has been kind of back channel through people I know and that type of thing. But given the current environment in healthcare, the phone's been almost literally ringing off the hook for this kind of support. And so what we've done is create a new company specifically focused on brand consulting. So primarily brand position consulting. Who are you in the market? How are you different? Brand architecture consulting, 
Uh, do you want to be an endorsed brand if you're merging with someone? Uh, if you're introducing an ACO or some kind of affiliation, how do you handle that kind of branding? Uh, there's no logo development. There's no advertising. This is pure consulting. So you can check that out at bluelakebrandconsulting.com. What else can we say? Uh, Shushmit. We're going to be at Shushmit. Now, it's, not, it's never too soon to talk about Shushmit. And Shushmit is when? Who can say off the top of their head? I know. You know? I do, but go ahead. Late September. And early October. Yes, That's into early October. Mm-hmm. Like the 29th through the 2nd or something. Yeah, you're right. So we're, we've been at Shushman for years and years and years, but we're going to be there in a bigger, bolder way. Of course, we're going to be doing branding at the bar. Continue the, tr- the, the tradition of <coughs> drinking and trivia that we're all fond of. <laughs> but for the first time ever, Interval is going to be exhibiting at Shushman. And this is noteworthy because we're going to be breaking some rules, at least as far as what exhibitors traditionally do. We are going to be broadcasting live, much like we are now, the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast from our exhibit. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're not going to be handing out things. We're not going to be trying to corral you in the, in the aisleways to talk about your marketing challenges and how we might be able to help you. We're going to be doing this. And we're going to have guests join us who are at the conference And we're going to have people that are walking by. If they want to join us, they can hop in the conversation. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be essentially like uh, when you see radio shows live on TV or something. That's what it's going to be. And it's not going to be blasting over the conference venue. We'll be doing something like this, some kind of TWUB-like Google Hangout plug-in apparatus. Something like that. (laughs) I don't know how we're going to pull it off. But you're going to be able to follow us while we're podcasting. Um, from somewhere else, or if you're there, you can crowd around and, and listen. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it sounds like people are hearing us fine. That's good. Thank you for the feedback, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the end of the news. What we wanted to do next was uh, call out some of the folks who have submitted their answers to our questions. Now, part of the way we wanted to celebrate our 200th episode was asking people to list different things. So, for example, uh, three things that have changed in your life since 2006 was one of them. Uh, five favorite show titles. Podcast show titles was another one. Three things that have changed in healthcare marketing since 2006. Three most influential marketers over the past seven years. And my favorite, five non-healthcare taglines that would be awesome in healthcare. So what we've all done is picked our favorite submission. Now, that's not how we're going to win. We're going to um, distribute prizes. We're going to do that randomly. So people don't think there's favoritism. Mm-hmm. Not that people would think that. But do we want to go around? We can start with Robert and go around the circle. <clears throat> what were our favorite submissions? And we're supposed to just give one, our top submission, in any of those categories from any person? Yes. Okay. From anything? For anything. But you can't replicate. So if somebody takes yours, you got to go down the oh list. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's stressful. i got to pick a new one? You'll have to pick a new one. Yep. All right. Robert, you, you get the I get I get the uh, the easy I get the whole list to pick from. <laughs> My favorite submission was Larry Asher's um, tagline. No, the, the quicker picker upper. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that one is it's it's perfect. There's so many uh, the ways that you can look at that applying to healthcare just cracked me up. So creative submission, Larry, big fan. All right, good one. Oh, we're just picking one out of the submissions? Just one. Yeah. I know it's well, difficult. Either way. Walt. <laughs> Why have we had I a podcast a named Walt? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Let's create a trend here. 
I was just going to go with one person's whole submission. Under the three most influential marketers over the past seven years. <coughs> okay. Because I know no one else is going to pick him, and that's from Joel Cessna. <laughs> Um, Why would nobody pick Joel Cessna? <laughs> wow! You're trying to celebrate our followers. Joel. You just dissed him. <laughs> he knows it comes from the heart. Um, because he mentions us, McDonald's, and Chris Boyer all in one list. So, wow! That's a, I don't know. That's a strong list. You got to read what he says list. about Chris Boyer, though. I like the first part of what he says. So Chris Boyer is number three on his list. He needs an ego boost, so he had to so had to put him on the list. He did help me with social media exposure, so that is a good thing. Yes. Nice. He needs an ego boost. He does need an so. ego boost. Chris has a hard time expressing himself publicly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good that we celebrate him. All right, my turn. I'm supposed to pick one? Yes. All right. The one I picked was um Oh, let me bring it back up. I picked from uh Michael Pauly's top 5 uh, you know, there's a title in there, but then there's also just some topics from some of the shows and some of the things we said, um, because it was actually pretty, um, he, he, he remembered some cool stuff. I mean, going back in and picking show titles is, is fun and cool, but you can like go to iTunes or go to our website and see them all and, and pick them out to be able to actually go back and pick out some cool moments from shows I thought was, was a nice touch. So the, the, I'll, I'll go through his five. Um, Jackie did, we do some of these cold opens where we, once in a while, we'll pull a, pull a snippet out of the podcast and open up with it. And then you'll hear it again later, of course. But so she opened up his number five was Jackie open up, opening up one of the shows with her. Uh, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself line. Isn't it chickity check yourself? That might've been it. Chickity okay. check yourself before you, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> um, pants 50% off was number four, uh, or pants half off. Was that the title of a show too? Or was it, it we said it in, I can't remember one of the two. Uh, his name was mentioned in the show. He said it was his favorite uh, number three, thus making him famous among healthcare nerds. Very true. We have a uh, knack for making people famous among healthcare nerds. Um, <laughs> two he listed actually was when I talked about um, my son Ari and his uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, thing he's going through right now in, in the medical system. He's getting a bone marrow transplant uh, actually in two days. So wow. we talked about that a little bit. So today is his last day of chemo, so that's good. Good, yeah. uh, and then his number one was our poopy cruise diaper uh, episode. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so those that was my that was my selection. Can I just say something real quick? No. Diaper has been mentioned twice already. Should we keep a diaper tally? The diaper tally. <laughs> diaper tally. We should take a drink for we, every time you we hear should diaper. Have sound effects that we could have had like a bell. Bing. <laughs> diaper. Anytime Sue says diaper. Bing. <laughs> okay. What's the matter? Don't you have yours? I don't the have organizer it. doesn't have hers lined up. Okay, well, I'm not reading Shocking. mine. I have a story to tell, and I got permission from the person to tell the story. So I am talking about Joel Cessna. So Joel, second mention. Um, so we had a little funny situation. Um, may have been related to my miscommunication. Um, but he sent me an email with a list of his favorite show titles. And I emailed him back like, oh, these are great. Thanks so much. And then he emailed me back later, and he goes something along the lines of, did you want podcast show titles? <laughs> and so I had run through these show titles. I just know the first one was Nip Tuck and assumed that we had had one called Nip Tuck. That seems feasible. And yeah. there's Band of Brothers, and I don't know the other ones. I should have pulled oh. it up, but I don't have it. So but his favorite shows. I just, oops, he, <laughs> sent favorite the, shows. He, he sent his favorite shows. And I think it's funny because I just assumed that we had one called Nip Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that defines us well. That's good. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, so I have to pick one. I'm going to cheat. Sorry, guys. 
I get to do that. So I have three. Uh, I have uh, Tony Barlow had suggested his three most influential marketers. And number three was Zay Frank, which, wow. We used to follow Zay Frank religiously when he had his video cast. Yeah, back in the uh, – we were, we were in a different office then. We were above the fine oh my line. Gosh. And uh, what did – I can't remember what it was called offhand. Well, he first hit the scene just before that because he made some like viral – like how to dance videos. Right. And they're just goofy as hell. Right, right. Flash Hilarious. Things, yeah. Um, and then he came out with this little – Every day, right? Uh, it was either every day or every week, but it was often. Yeah. And, and they were very – just well done. Not necessarily like from a production standpoint, because it was just a camera on his face, which is all you need kind of from him for the right. production, because his face, his, his facial gestures are they're also weird sometimes. But anyway, yeah, I mean, just the way he would talk about news and, and give context to things and, you yeah. know, bend him to, you know, his viewpoint on things. But still, it was like, it was just great to watch yeah. it. He's a great reference. That was a great reference from back in the day. Uh, number... Two on my list was Adam Lee, who I loved his submission. Uh, three things that have changed in your life since 2006. <clears throat> and his third was, I've lost a significant amount of hair off the top of my head. And then parentheses, he said, they don't all have to be good changes, right? <laughs> so I love the transparency and the honesty there. We're all with you there, Adam. I could have put that on mine. And then number, my number one was uh, Mary. And is it Avili's? Do we know how to pronounce her last name? don't know maybe right. if she's you listening should, uh, she can tweet how yes that. how to pronounce your last name though that will be that difficult is. you'll have Love to use you. enunciation marks is that the right word <laughs> pronunciation marks which one is the schwa is that the the curved line over the a the schwa i know like the schwa is the two dots but that's all i, I only know that because i'm Motley crew to be honest avil maybe avil it's a pretty name, whatever. However, it is. What, however it's pronounced. <laughs> however it's pronounced. It looks pretty. <laughs> her, um, her submission for uh, non-healthcare slogans that would work, work in healthcare was <laughs> say it with bacon, which I, <laughs> I don't know how it works in healthcare, but I would love a hospital to use that someday. That would be good. It will never happen, but that's my favorite. All right. So awesome. There's plenty more, but we got a lot to cover. So what we're going to do now is draw some names. Let's see. I see Mary on Twitter. Maybe she can help us with the pronunciation yeah, of her I name. Yeah, I see her, too. Oh, need it says a little need more, more Latin flair. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Aviles. Aviles. Oh, that's way cooler than how we were pronouncing yes. it. Do you, have to roll, do you roll the L's? Aviles. That'd be tough to do. All right, so we're going to go backwards. Now, remember, every time you submitted, you got your name in here. So if you submitted to each of the questions, you might have five. Five pieces of paper in here. We're going to start. We're going to start. At the bottom, which is a free subscription to the Weekly Probe. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Wow, that is just I'm starting out big. You're going to be ahead of the rest everyone. of the crowd <laughs> with that. Yep, mute your mic. I'm going to try something. Okay, and the winner of a free lifetime subscription to the Weekly Probe is Larry Asher. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Larry Asher. You know, I know Larry will appreciate that. He's always wanting, you know, back copies, and he's always wanting, you know, the private information we have, but now he gets sure. it all free of charge. Congratulations, Larry. <clears throat> all right. Next in line is a Fitbit. We all know what that is. Does somebody want to describe it in 15 Does seconds? Uh, which one is it? Which model is it? We is it know. the armband? We don't sure. know yet. The armband. It's going to be the new armband. Unless you don't want the armband. Then we'll too healthy. Yes. I'm, yes. But you haven't described what it is. Oh, the Fitbit. <laughs> well, you know what a Fitbit. Everybody knows what a Fitbit is. All right, everybody okay. knows what a Fitbit is and the winner is. <laughs> Mary, 
Aviles. Nice. Did I pronounce it right, Mary? I hope so. Okay. So, next is an Apple TV. Now, just to clarify, because we've had confusion in the past, <gasps> this is not an actual TV. <laughs> we, we gave away an Apple TV at a local function, and, and one of the organizers was very excited because she thought, how amazing that people can actually win a TV. And she didn't <clears throat> understand that it's about a three-inch-by-three-inch white box, <laughs> which is phenomenal, by the way, because they, they now have made HBO Go part of that, yeah. fully part of it. Yes. So, if you get HBO as part of your cable or satellite... You can now see anything that's on HBO or has been on HBO on demand. Yeah. It's phenomenal to go back and look at series and things like that. And, yeah, we've got one on every TV in the house, and then we use a little mini to stream all of movies and stuff to it. So if you're, if you're into an affordable way to make, like, a nice connected home, it's yes. a kick-ass thing to Netflix have. Netflix comes right through it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And the winner of the Apple TV is Michael Pauly. I should show everybody so they know that I'm actually not making this up. Can you see Michael Pauly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then the, the last one was Mary Aviles. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that. I know it's backwards for everybody, but you can see it. <sighs> and, of course, Larry Asher with the Weekly Probe. All right. So now it's time first, for the biggie. Well, first. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Larry Asher has a good joke. Oh, wow. I'm being probed right now, he says. <laughs> nice. To his Weekly Probe. Um, He's using the double entendre. Nice. I wonder how many people get that. <laughs> All right, and now for the iPad Mini. Wow, we love giving away iPads around here. I know we give them all like water. Stirring it up in here, <laughs> making it good. I should do it this way. And the winner is. But if it's a repeat, you can't get. Wow! Oh, you throw, can't throw oh, them there at the one. end. It's too late. It's somebody else. It worked out fine. Adam Lee. Okay, Adam, you got an iPad mini coming your way. So Katie will contact everybody to, to line up how you're going to get your wonderful gifts. Yes. <clears throat> and now we have to actually talk about healthcare marketing. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. That's okay. <laughs> so what we wanted to do was we'll throw this out to the crowd. we got a number of people following us on Twitter. That's awesome. Um, there were five top <clears throat> conversation points that we'll throw out there and we're just going to dive in but if you would like us to cover any one of these or you have a specific question around one of these or you got something else just tweet us and we'll dive into it but we try to pick the five maybe hottest topics right now that we see people dealing with (laughs) you have something to add adam i was laughing at the twitter conversation oh is there something (laughs) funny on there we can share with people that are on twitter well larry said should i be concerned that you didn't congratulate me and then uh, Chris Boyer spoke up and said, "Haha, yes, congratulate, congr- congrats on being probed." <sighs> oh, here we go. Okay, well, <laughs> at least our audience is on the same page with us when we go down that road. All right, so the topics of conversation are the day-to-day struggles of marketers to handle change management, uh, because if you're trying to do things differently, it can be a real uphill battle. So that's one. Two is moving toward reform-based marketing. Whatever the hell that means. But we hear it all the time, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, population change management. We're going to have to stop, you know. Doing what we're doing and doing, do something what we're doing entirely and doing different. something else. We're going to have to educate <laughs> consumers. We're going to have to prevent readmissions. We're going to completely turn our marketing upside down, which we don't quite agree with. But certainly there's a shift afoot. Three, promotional versus content marketing. That's an old one for us. Uh, but trying to move away <clears throat> from the beat your chest. We are awesome. Here are five stars. Um, on a billboard type of marketing and moving toward content marketing, digital, all that good stuff. Four, 
how to handle brands for new ventures. This is such a hot topic. It goes to that Blue Lake uh, launch that we talked about before. Whether the consolidation in your market is happening at the fever pitch, we see it many places, and you're having to figure out what do you do with two or three brands that are being smashed together. Whether you're launching a new ACO and want to know whether you should call it something. Um, that's a big struggle. And then finally, this is kind of a wah-wah, budget cuts. A lot of people are facing budget cuts for lots of reasons. The industry is just moving to having to do more for less. So this is going to be a constant squeeze because of reform, reimbursement, uh, that type of thing. But also the sequester, uh, which really has dropped from the news. Remember, that was going to be the end of the world as we knew it. Mm -hmm. Um, It really has dropped from the news in a public kind of way. But we hear from... um, healthcare marketers that a lot of organizations are suffering mightily. And if I'm not an expert on this, but specifically there is a 2% reduction in physician reimbursement, Medicare reimbursement, I believe that was tied to that. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's adding up to millions of dollars annually for many organizations. So uh, for example, we've heard of a number of organizations that have basically cut all travel for anybody not just marketers, mm-hmm. um, to combat this this kind of um, sudden cut in money. So so those are the five. So first of all, I'm going to go to Twitter. Is there anybody, have you guys been monitoring Twitter? Is there anything that people are, Chris, want, Chris Barr wants to yeah. know if these are in rank order. They're not in any order. They're just five that we thought were worthy of talking about. So while you guys out there in Twitterville, in twubs, <laughs> You've got something you want to talk about. Um, is there anything we want to dive into specifically on that list? What gets your blood boiling? I'm going to tell you one that gets my blood boiling. Can Go I start it. with one? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the how to handle brands. And we've been doing a lot of work with a lot of organizations who are, like I said, dealing with this issue of mergers, consolidation, new ventures. And one of the things that drives me up a wall is it's understandable. But whenever you're trying to recommend a certain path, one of our philosophies is you got to be really careful. The brands are, in our mind, a zero-sum game in any market, which means you know, if, if you're two hospitals and you come together and you create a third name, um, that, like a system name, mm-hmm. that literally could dilute your existing hospital brands. Um, consumers have a limited ability to see understand, recognize, value, remember brands. So by every time you add a new one, it's potentially diluting your existing one, assuming you're not replacing it. But what I run into so often are folks that are usually in an executive position, though sometimes positions, who basically think that the more brands, the better. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we want more brands? Isn't that better? And it's, it's really difficult. You think it'd be easy to explain why that's not the case, but man, it's everywhere. Yeah. We should call this something, right? There's this immediate pressure You've got to call it something, whatever it is, the merger, the new entity, mm-hmm. um, immediately, even before the, the, the agreement signatures are dry. You've got to call this something. Get out of the market. We've got to market this thing. You don't even know what it is yet, a lot of times, mm-hmm. right? So that's one that drives me up a wall. I wonder if anybody out there in 12 land is dealing with that right now, I'm trying to think of the people that are following us. No? Twitter yeah, is silent. Yeah. <laughs> They're still talking. There's still comments about being probed. <laughs> <laughs> and winning wow. prizes. Wow. It shows the sophistication level of our audience. <laughs> the Larry Asher's probe. So, so, okay, so that's my pet peeve. You guys got to throw out a pet peeve related to this. 
not to that, to, to our list of five. Well, the one that I, that I would point out, and it's kind of tied together, is number five and number three. And so I think you know, everybody's dealing with budget cuts, yet it's maddening when <clears throat> you see an organization and they still, despite all that, want their, want their billboards, want their mass advertising campaigns. And there's so many more effective ways to market Obviously, we talk a lot about digital, um, social media, but also content marketing. And so there are so many options in front of people. But when it comes down to it, I think it's hard for a lot of uh, leaders, a lot of executives to go that route because it's maybe not as visible to the masses. Mm -hmm. And yet you can you can do those kind of programs and those kind of efforts so much more uh, efficiently. And it doesn't require, you know, necessarily hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I think it's that one's kind of a pet peeve for me. Amen. Amen. Woo! Well put. We've got a, we've got an audio question that, we, that we'll have Adam check into. Oh, what's up? Uh, someone wonders whether anybody else is hearing long dropouts of our audio. Oh. Well, so if we don't know. It sounds good on our end. <laughs> <laughs> if it's happening, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know who to dish the blame out to. I'm going to dish the blame out to either Google or Comcast. I tweeted earlier, I'll accept the blame for something at some point. I just don't know what yet. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I would blame Comcast. Oh, go ahead, Jackie. Well, I was just going to say, they're saying they can't hear Robert. Oh. oh. Get up on that microphone. I'm going to get up in the well, mic. He, the other reason might be is he's directly opposite the microphone we're using, which is Kitty's laptop. Uh, no, actually, I switched it over now. It looks like the plug-in kicked in and started working. So the audio should be coming through all of our individual mics and into the... Wow. Uh, in there, fancy. In yeah, these, it should be mics? sounding good now. Correct, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, okay. Boyer has a comment uh, about yours. Okay, and so did Mary. Yeah, I want to go back to Mary. Comments. So Mary had a comment about branding, and her, her tweet was, poor physician relations, especially in light of their importance <coughs> as the brand front line, as the brand front line gets my blood boiling, and then she follows it up with, that is no connection between marketing and physician relations. Mm-hmm. That is so fascinating to me that in so many institutions that we've worked with, the physician relations or the physician outreach or the physician sales, whatever you want to call your department, is sometimes it reports up through the same executive as marketing, mm-hmm. but it's a silo. You got, you, and sometimes you've got communications as a silo, separate from marketing, which is a silo, separate from physician relations, separate from planning, right? And now we're seeing digital silos. So I would full-heartedly agree with what Mary's talking about specifically with uh, the idea that you talk about brands or marketing and whatever you're doing physicians is not connected at all. Now, obviously you would, you would target these audiences differently. You would have different strategies, different tactics, different messages, but overall they should be coordinated. Mm -hmm. So, and and there's lots of opportunity for synergy. (laughs) If you're going out to market with, I mean, not just synergy, but you're going out to market with a certain service line. And it's a content marketing program. And it's all about, you know, whatever, back pain. I'll just make that out. And you're providing some awesome content via back pain, providing um, community, you know, testing, online, risk assessments, and your physicians are not involved in that. What the bleep? Or referring physicians. What's the matter, Jackie? Read the latest comment from Mary. Physician Siberia is what she calls it. <laughs> it is. It is. And then, oh, go ahead. We're also having some uh, comments on dropouts. So um, it says that your mic is the only one they can hear from. Chris's? Yeah, Chris. Well, who cares about everybody else's (laughs) mic? I don't think that's a problem. 
Well, we can sw- let's switch back over to Katie's. Then. I think we should. Okay, go ahead, Katie. Shall we? Unmute We're going to switch back over to Katie's mic now. Let us know if the... Or- know that voice. <laughs> We're switching back over to Katie's mic. Yep. Thanks for bearing with us. This is fun on our end. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably annoying as bleep if you're on the other end and, oh, and it's totally. dropping on and out but yeah. people are hanging in there well then there will also be an audio a regular audio posting of this with right which is just all the mics in like we always do and so yes. so can you hear us better now let us know somebody let us know we switched back <laughs> to the other said that in, like song. hopefully that's good <laughs> <Why did that? laughs> i want to i want to comment on chris boyer had a post a little bit earlier that talks about brand he said i sat through three meetings yesterday where each person wanted a new brand because wait for it they are the quote best kept secret unquote. Oh no! Oh my, oh my gosh! That's a story I tell all the time. <clears throat> where I was part of a long, like a day long retreat with a local system, and the purpose of the treat, retreat was to brainstorm innovations for patient experience. So what they wanted to do is radically transform the patient experience. Okay, so they had representatives from all parts of the system, and this was led by some consultant. They had invited me in because I was helping them with patient experience stuff. To just participate. It was wonderful. Lots of activities and exercises and all this kind of stuff. And at the end, everybody reported back. You know, what did they learn? What were the ideas they had? What were these groundbreaking, amazing, innovative ideas they had for improving the patient experience? And the first group went, and it was from some service line. I don't remember what it was. And they said, well, we thought about this and this and this. And they said, but you know, the real thing is people don't know that we have these amazing physicians. In our service line. And if they knew we had these amazing physicians, that's all it would take. So really, that's where we think we need to focus. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not really patient experience. Next group goes, same thing. And literally, the first three or four said the exact same kind of thing. Here are ideas. But the problem was, people don't know, right? So it goes to right to what Chris is saying. And the, the expectation that there's consumers out there that are sitting around going, you know, I don't really understand the 101 things that you do as a hospital. It would be great if you sat down with me and explained them all in depth, even though in my lifetime I will probably experience two or three at best. It's ridiculous, right? Mm -hmm. But it's exactly the point. Everybody wants their own, not just their own marketing, they want their own name and their own look. we got to come up with a logo for this, right? So feel your pain, Chris. It's everywhere. All right, what else we got? Any other good quotes you guys have seen? Questions? Besides the technology issues. And well, Larry Asher's probing. I just got a message that says, sounds like you're typing, so we muted your mic. So I guess I will not be typing onto Twitter or onto Twubs anymore. Are you typing? Well, so maybe because, that's what the dropouts are. Oh, maybe. Yeah. You have to be careful. You have to be sensitive. Yeah, yeah you mic. just I will not stay still over there. <laughs> Katie will be no more tweeting for you. <laughs> Okay, we're getting the sounds better now from a number of people. Yay. That's awesome. Sweet. So what else do we got here? Um, I'm trying to go with what people are, are contributing. Uh, Chris had another one. What was it? He said, I like to equate physician relations as channel marketing. Yes. Channel marketing. Yes. That is channel marketing. But it should be... Again, your channels shouldn't be independent tubes that never connect or start from the same place. In the end, it is a channel that you want to focus on specifically because the audience is specific, but it should not be you know, focused on in isolation from everything else you do, right? All right, what else? Adam, what's a pet peeve? I know, I know it's hard for you. you. 
have such joy in healthcare marketing. You never run into any <laughs> issues or problems or challenges with clients. I can tell. Can I guess Adams? Adams I is, bet you I could. Too. Over the years, this hasn't really changed much. But over the years, I think your number one frustration has been with um, probably like file transfer. <laughs> right? The inability of, of certain clients to receive files because they're blocked by the firewall oh. and then you want to upload them to a site well they can't go to the site because that's also blocked we've had clients that literally couldn't go to google so we couldn't like post something to google docs or what's it called now google drive yep drive so that that would be my guess over the that's, years that's definitely a pet peeve um yeah, I would extend that out further to to something that I know is also a pet peeve, probably a pet peeve of everybody in here, but I know a pet peeve of Chris Boyer's, and that is the blocking of social media. Because you, oh, we're yeah. talk, you talk about blocking, like like we put something on Dropbox and suddenly you know a particular uh, organization can't download it because their IT has <clears throat> so wisely chosen to block Dropbox for some reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but even I would I would extend that as far as blocking Facebook and YouTube and Twitter from employees being able to use it like even you know i you know, obviously a nurse shouldn't be sitting at her desk using twitter but if she is you know maybe let her go <laughs> is that a better solution let people use these things responsibly and um because there certainly are responsible uses of them and for people who are like spending their entire shift on facebook once you can their ass rather than blocking it from everybody you know? fire them right. it's kind of using a giant sledgehammer when a Right. Screwdriver is needed, right. right. And it is just such an easy thing. You know, we want to keep people from messing around socially and connecting with people and blah, blah, blah. And we had a weekly probe article way back that talked about how our hospitals were starting to ban water coolers because they didn't want people gravitating toward that. Now we have, what is that? of course, the day we decided to go live, first of all, the internet's all wonky. Though it's been, it's been holding up. It's been staying Kudos up. Kudos to yeah. the internet for not <laughs> dropping in the last 40 minutes. But now we have like some sort of it's a monster. <laughs> can folks hear that? I wonder if people can hear that. Something's going on back there. So Chris Boyer says, quote, I had to log off my network and log into the Wi-Fi to view this podcast on YouTube. Stop blocking. Chris, you should start. You should create some kind of independent movement. Create a website. Call it Stop Blocking. And... It can be something that has all kinds of content on why that's silly. It can be something that you can turn people to or anybody good who's struggling with that because a lot of healthcare marketers struggle with that. Yeah. Stop the block. I bet we, that I could come up with a better name, but <laughs> I bet that website will be blocked by every healthcare organization within about twenty four hours. <laughs> yes, it probably would be blocked. Stop the block would be blocked. All right. So that's a good one. Who else? Jackie, what's your pet peeve? I don't know how we got into pet peeves, but we're going for it. I don't know. I love everyone. <laughs> You're a liar. That's your job professionally, It is such though. a lie. Robert did kind of steal mine. Which was what? The promotional versus content marketing. Sure. Just the, the struggle to kind of make the switch over to content <clears throat> marketing and all the obstacles we and healthcare marketers run into. So I'm just saying I feel the pain. Yeah. <laughs> so you can actually make motions here. I know. Oops, sorry. <laughs> That's a good one. And I think yeah. the way we talk about this a lot with clients is, and I think a lot of people following us would agree with this, marketing is often valued in terms of visibility mm -hmm. in our world. 
So if, if they, and they being leadership, physicians, operational leaders, whoever, if they can see it, then you're doing a good job with marketing. If they can't see it, what's marketing doing? You're not doing anything. You know, I don't see a billboard, I don't yeah. see a TV ad, I don't see a, a print ad. And so that's a, that's a huge part of why folks struggle to move on because they're not doing a good enough job perhaps of reporting back what they're doing. Right, demonstrating results, the, yeah, demonstrating the results. It. Or and they don't have the opportunity. I don't want to put it all in market. Right. A lot of times they don't have the opportunity. And if you're doing something that's targeted, if you're using digital, yeah, a lot of the people that are, you know, the executive room or in the physician lounge aren't targeted for that. Right. So they wouldn't see it. That's a good thing. If well, everybody's <clears throat> seeing it, that's probably a bad thing. Unless yeah. it's a new hospital I think or that's, whatever. That's got to be one of the biggest issues, though, in, in marketing in our industry is, is that the lack of resources to be able to tie that stuff back to results. Because if you can clearly show... Um, the results of outdoor advertising versus the results of uh, you know some search marketing you've been doing, and really show that one is clearly outweighing the other. Um, who knows? Maybe you know. I, you know, our bet in this day and age would be that the search marketing is outweighing the outdoor. It's certainly possible in some markets. It could be the other way around. Also, depending on what you're marketing and who you're trying to reach. Um, but you need to be able to show what's working and what's not, so that when people come and demand something, you know, you've got your ammo for why you're choosing what you're choosing to do. Right. Exactly. So Chris Boyer has let us know that there already is a website. Uh, he provides the link that I'm not even going to attempt to read, but we'll we'll post that. It's by it's, Shell Holtz. It's well, that's the shortened link, so it's yeah, I just. Understand that. Oh, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I do know some things, Katie. So, I mean, it's a really easy link in reality. So. Oh, well, if you know the link, go ahead and say, go ahead and say it. <laughs> Stopblocking.org. So yeah. good. It's already up there. Okay. There is no original it's a idea. Link. Now, Chris Chris posted something that's one of our favorite brands too, which is make the logo bigger. And it was years ago. But we have that somewhere where somebody made a song, like yeah. a heavy metal song. Yeah, could you try to find that? <laughs> you could try to play it. Oh yeah. Uh, we found it, didn't we? Create it? No, we didn't make it. We should have though. Yeah. No. But that's a constant battle. Now we don't do much. It's interesting. Back in the day when we did a lot of print. Make the logo bigger was a bane of our existence. Yeah. That was a total pet peeve. It was. Yeah. But now that we've moved away from print and almost every... I mean, it's so rare that we do anything. The poor print reps that call on us. That, like, we haven't done a print job in like five years, right? <laughs> yeah. So it becomes less of an issue. Though, obviously, there are situations where, like, banner ads or on a homepage of a website uh, where there might be a demand for, uh-oh, What'd you do, Robert? I was pulling up Make the Logo Bigger, but it... Oh, go ahead. You know, play it. I'll stop talking so there's not an echo. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. That's not going to work. That's not Make the Logo Bigger. That's no. Robert. That's pop your eardrums. It says Youth Embracing Service. Like, that's the right one. I'm trying to think of a metaphor for this experience, and it's like two teenagers fumbling in the backseat of a Chevy Impala in 1979. Like a Bob Seger song or something. Teenagers? <laughs> What? Do you know Night Moves? The song yes. Night Moves? Yeah. That's what this experience is, right? We're like trying new things. Hey, let's play this. Oh, Echo. We just blew everybody's speaker. <laughs> well, you got to This is innovation. Trial by fire. That's right. You got to try it. So are we all through Katie's microphone now? Yeah. I think yeah. So I don't need to go like this every time. I'm well, like, you well, do, no, you do because we're recording, recording still. still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dearie. We have a couple more comments via TWUB. 
Um, one of our sent from Larry Asher or Worker Bees, which is his, his company. One of our clients does a great job of creating a campaign web page for internal audiences so they see work not aimed at them. Yes, that's a great idea. And something we try to advocate yeah. to everybody, but it's, I don't see very many people doing that. I mean, we advocate creating a microsite for your marketing department that is all about sharing your goals and strategies, sharing your results, showing people what you're doing. So when somebody knocks on your door and says, hey, what have you been doing for oncology? You can point into something. And you can constantly refer to that, but I don't see a lot of people using it. Here we go. You're going to have to pull it up here closer. It's very spinal tap. That's awesome. And that's my Black Sabbath. (laughs) Okay, so Chris Barnard just posted a link to it. Hopefully, people heard that. Yeah, hopefully, they didn't hurt their ears. Everybody dropped off. (laughs) It's just us now. (laughs) It's really always been just us. You can admit it now. 200 episodes. There really is nobody listening. No, no one probably even heard that. They just saw us banging our heads. <laughs> so we were, yeah. Speaking of which, does anybody go to the concert tonight? Yeah. Bob Dylan and who? You're going? Yeah. Who's oh, the other person? Like I need to. Wilco. Wilco. Bob Dylan, Wilco, and my morning jacket. Yeah, we're supposed to go to that. Are you? Oh. Yeah, we're fading though. Well, it's supposed to be gorgeous. It's Weather. outside. Where is it? Midway Stadium. I, I can walk you. there. Huh. Well, so I don't know what that means for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Dylan and Wilco just, you know, my time is so limited that I'm not sure that's really how I want to spend my yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of both. I mean, I enjoy both, but I don't know if I would, I don't know. It'd be tough to spend an evening there. Yeah. I saw really? Bob Dylan once. That's plenty. Yeah. Oh, if you've seen him. I've never yeah. seen him. Bob Dylan is an, an amazing songwriter. Amazing. Yeah. Legendary songwriter, but his... It's tough to listen to him sing for very long, I'm not going to lie. Well, now he's kind of aged. Yeah! <laughs> Everybody must get stoned! <laughs> it's going to be... I don't know if I can... I don't know. Not it's not knocking. up to me. Let's just put it that way. Whether Heaven's I go door. Not. Can you do the rest of the like podcast that. in that voice? <laughs> yes! Look at the wave and promotion of mine! Is he like 80? No, I sound like William Shatner. <laughs> he's old. He's yeah, old. He's like he almost died from like some bird flu, didn't he? Like some chicken disease from his chickens. <laughs> what? Yeah, a while ago. A chicken disease. He had some disease from his chickens and almost kicked the can. His live chickens he has or like a chicken, chicken sandwich? He's got, chi- he's got live chickens. <laughs> his live chicken. Yeah. He's a poultry farmer. He is. I didn't know that. Are <laughs> you really? <laughs> Knocking on chicken's door. Oh my gosh, look at the time. We only have two minutes left. Whoa. Time flies when your technology is iffy. It's looks famous. like, it's looks like Adam feeling. Lee just hopped in here, so I just wanted to make sure he knows that he won the iPad Mini. That's right. Adam, so, you, may, yeah. you may have joined us late, but, but you were the top winner. Yep. So congratulations. <laughs> Let us know, folks, if you like us to continue. This might be difficult to pull off every time, but mm-hmm. yeah. we, that was a, a New Year's resolution about two years ago. <laughs> that we were going to try, yeah. We would start yeah. trying to do it this way. Yeah. It's much better to have interaction with people like this. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know that we need to do it via video, mm-hmm. right? Just be an audio feed, yeah. which certainly logistically is a little less challenging, yeah. right? So we would love to hear from the people 
that is that are that is that is following us that are following us on Twitter. You don't have to post it on Twitter if you don't want to, but you can. You know how to get a hold of us. Let us know how this went. If you'd like us to do video from now on, we'll always record and post the podcast. So we're not going to stop doing that, right? Because to me, the purpose of a podcast is I listen to it, not when it runs in my car when I'm you know mm-hmm. running my lawnmower or whatever. So we're not going to ever stop that. But if you would like us to continue to interact with people while we're broadcasting, taping it, yeah, yeah, whatever we're doing, yeah, doing a live show is certainly not uh, not tough as far as audio goes. And uh, Joel, sorry that you did not win the prize. Joel Sester wants to know he won our endearing gratitude for his <laughs> for his followship. <laughs> and his show titles. And his show titles that were not related to our podcast. <laughs> he was disqualified because of that, actually, if I remember right. Well, we have to drop. That's a sad thing. I know. Look at all the tweets coming through yeah. now. Yeah. The, the, tweets are, the tweets, they are flowing. Isn't and, uh, that a Bob Dylan song? <laughs> the tweets, they are flowing. <laughs> Stop. So we got a whole, so 200 episodes under our belt. Can't wait to start the next not 200. Yeah, maybe that's how we'll focus on the next number. T- episode 201 will be what's going to happen. What's going to be around in, in 400? What happened? <laughs> what happened was? <laughs> see what happened was. Oh well. All right. So thank you everybody for following. I'm going to call out Joel Cessna, Meredith Gould, Adam Lee, Chris Boyer. Help me who I'm missing. Larry Asher. Mary Aviles. Mary Avile. There was somebody else earlier. Joel Sassana. Tony Barlow. Tony, Tony Barlow. No. Mike Pauly. Um, ben Dillon. Ben Dillon. Somebody else. Somebody else popped in once. And then Dan. realized that we weren't worth Dan. Your time. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> oh, the hell? oh yes, yes. Um, where is he? Where is Dan, he? Dan, where are you? I think it's Don. Don oh, Don, I'm sorry. Did you find his name? Don Hewlin. Don Hewlin, yep. Thank you all for following us live. Signing off for episode 200, this is Chris Bevelo. Katie Streeter. Robert Prevo. Jackie Ritaco. And Adam Meyer. We will talk to you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs>